Philippians chapter number four. Let's look at verse one, two, and three. These are the words of Paul directed by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and long for my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord. I like that. I like that. Stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. Stand fast. I beseech, well, this makes you really long for words like Sue and, and Jane. I beseech Euodus, and I beseech anybody? Sintichi, is that what it is? Well, that don't sound like a good, well, that they may be of the same mind in the Lord, and I treat, entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women which labored with me in the gospel, and with Clement also, and with other my fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life, people that have stood fast. That's what I like. That's what I like. Amen. Praise God. By your heads. Lord, we ask and pray for your anointing upon this word that will be preached, and God, upon this word that will be heard. And God, as much as this word can help people, it will do no one no good if they're not paying attention. And I'm praying, God, every person will be acutely aware of what's being said and what you're wanting to do here this day. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Sermon title today, Those Pillars and That Cross. This platform, and we've been closing in now on 10 years in this building. That's incredible. This platform has been changed numerous times. It will be changed tomorrow. <laughs> and all the staff is like, oh, no. That paint color on that wall, even though you can't tell it, it's been repainted a different color. And really, you got to be looking to tell. Good grief, if you're going to change a color, change a color. Oh. Someday, someday, there will be new carpet. Someday, there will be new carpet. These seats that you're sitting in, they have been arranged and rearranged so many different times. Same things happened over at Centralia. Same thing happened over at Fairfield. Last Sunday night, we had tables set up here and chairs all rearranged. The lighting system is always being tweaked. The sound system always being readjusted. Sound panels have been added. But about a month ago, I asked Karen Wason and Angie McMean, with everything in this building, you tell me what will not be changed. And Karen says, those pillars. And Angie said, that cross. And I went in my office and I wrote that down. 
those pillars and that cross. A lot of things have been changed, but there are things that absolutely will not be changed. Those pillars and that cross have seen paint come and go. They've seen items on the platform and then items taken off the platform. They've seen the seats rearranged. They've seen sound panels added to. They've seen people come and go. They've seen musicians come and go. Those pillars and that cross have seen preachers come and go. They've seen teachers come and go. They've seen onlookers come and go. But those pillars and that cross still remains. Show me. I need to vow on the temple of Karnak, which is in Luxor, Egypt. There it is. Basically, the walls are gone. The roof is gone. The ceiling is gone. The furniture is gone. The draperies are gone. What remain? The pillars. The pillars remain. Show me the synagogue at Capernaum. The very place where Simon Peter attended synagogue when he was growing up with his house is situated real close by. Basically, the ceiling is gone. The roof is gone. The drapes are gone. The furniture and furnishings are gone. What's left? The pillars. Show me the Parthenon. The Parthenon there in Athens, Greece. The walls are gone. The ceiling is gone. The roof is gone. The furniture is gone. The drapes are gone. What remains? Pillars. Revelation chapter 3, verse 12, Jesus said, Him that overcomes, I will make that person a pillar in the house of God. I want to be a pillar in the house of God, not a caterpillar. <laughs> and I looked the word caterpillar up. It means a worm-like larva. And I looked up the word larva, and it means immature and not an adult. Hello. I mentioned a few weeks back about a prop-up ministry, and there are some people that are professional in this ministry because it gives them something to do, and it gives them a willing ear of so many people that want to feed off this idea that I always need help. Do you know people like that? They never grow up. They never grow up. You prop them up and they're doing good for a while and then they fall over and you got to go prop them up again. It doesn't say to them that overcomes, it says to him that overcomes. Generic term, ladies, to her as well. It doesn't say to the church that overcomes. It says to him that overcomes. There's a certain amount of responsibility in Christianity that never hardly ever gets preached. Every person here will stand accountable to God for what you do in this life. Mark that down. Mark that down. 
I've heard preachers say, God's not looking for your ability. He's looking for your availability. Let me improve on that. God is not looking for your ability. He's looking for your reliability. Well, I'm available. Well, that's great. But are you willing to do anything once you're available? But what about that person that is reliable? There you go. There you go. If you treated your job like you treat the church, would you be up for a big pay hike or would your boss say you're fired? Ooh, preacher, don't do that. Again, I'm trying to help you because one of these days we'll all stand before God. And the idea of the thinking that your job is more important than your church, that's bogus. Well, I've been hanging around my son-in-law too much. He talked about everything being bogus. That's bogus. <laughs> I want to be a pillar in the house of God. Thank God for every pillar that's here. There are people in this congregation that have never caused me one ounce of problem. I've been here for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. And thank God. Thank God. There's not another church in all of this county or in southern Illinois or in Illinois or the tri-state region or all 50 states I'd rather pastor than being right here in little old Orchardville. There's a reason for that. Because of pillars. In 1988, when I first started pastoring here, and that's coming up on 25 years. Isn't that amazing? And I know I don't look that old. 25 years. And when I got here, and for that first year, I'm going to name some people, and I want them to stand if they're here in this building. Jerome and Nora Henson, you please stand. Elsie McCormick, she's not here. She's in the last two weeks has been uh, in a nursing home setting. Uh, Larry and Jane McCormick, would you please stand? <laughs> Karen Wason, is she in this building or is she in somewhere else? Kids Church. Uh, Archie and Linda Butcher, where are they at today? Let's see them. No? Um, Gail Holloman. Stand up, Gailey. Ruth Smith. Is Helen here? Helen Dizell. She's not here. Uh, Dorothy Shell. Stand up, Grandma. Kay Shell. Let me let you in on a secret here. Every person that stood up, every ministry that we currently have at Orchardville Church, you can trace all of that back to those people that stood up. That's right. Every one of them. 
Every one of them. There's something about being a pillar that nothing else substitutes for that. Nothing. Talent doesn't. Good looks doesn't. Money doesn't. Nothing substitutes for that. Again, I want to be a pillar. Show me that uh, uh, the very last one we showed there in the Parthenon. I want to be a pillar in the house of God, not some drapery that's blowing away and around with every little thing that you hear. Oh, well, I heard the preacher did this, and I'm just going to flow and just go somewhere else. Your drapery is what you are. Your drapery. Thank God. Don't you think that sometime in 25 years, one of these, some of these people that stood up, they got their feelings hurt. Don't you think that happened? Huh? Sure it did. But they're still here. Wow. Wow, I got my feelings hurt. Preacher didn't shake my hand. Drapery. Flowing around. Flattering around. Drapery can't be counted on. Thank God for people that are pillars. And God said, that's what I want every believer to be, is a pillar in the house of God. Don't be a caterpillar never growing up. Don't be a, 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 a piece of carpet that people walk on. Don't be a drapery floating around in the wind. And I'm here this week and I won't be for a month. And now I'm back again. God help us. I tell you what, I can get anointed on this all by myself. <laughs> I can. I can. And for those that don't like me, they can use that against me as well. Uh, that, that's fine. That's fine. Some people stay for days and they leave. Some people have stayed for weeks and they've left. Some people have stayed for months and they've left. Some people have even stayed for years and they've left. Listen, some people are like scaffolding on a building. They are there during the building process, and once the building process gets done, then they go. And I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just saying that's a factual statement I've seen in 25 years of church work, a pastor in this church. Some people are here for a while, and they help on a certain, whatever we're doing, and then they're gone, and they go somewhere else. And if they go somewhere else and help someone else build, thank God for it. Some people are like scaffolding. And I'm, again, I'm not saying where that's good or bad. There are three types of church people. One, a confidant. And you may go your whole life and only have three or four confidants. A confidant is someone when everybody else walks out on you, they walk in. Yeah. Yeah. Preacher, I heard something bad against you, and I'm just going to have to leave the church. You know what? I've heard something bad against all you people, and I still hold up for you. That's right. That's right. David needed a Jonathan. Paul needed a Silas, someone who was there through thick and thin, a confidant. Next, there are people that are constituents. Constituents are for what you're for. And that's about it. 
They're not really for you, they're just for what you're for. You tell your dream to a constituent and a lot of times what will happen, they will desert you and they will try to fulfill the dream without you. See, I know people that are with me. People that are with me, when I weep, they weep. When I rejoice, they rejoice. People that do not, if I'm rejoicing and excited about something and they could care less, they ain't going to hear to me in my dreams from now on. Boy, and I'm giving you some good stuff here if you just, I'm, I am. Where else are you going to go and hear? <laughs> Next, there are comrades. Comrades are against what you're against. Well, a lot of denominations band together, say on, on uh, maybe like abortion. But one pastor can't stand the other pastor, but they'll, they'll come together and get together on that. They're, they're against what you're against. There are a lot of preachers, listen to me, that are better than me. Here's the big difference. When myself and Kay, no, here, do, do this proper. When Kay and myself because I don't ever say K and I because it sounds too much like the king and I, and I don't, so I don't say K and I. Just let you know that. When we have reached the place where other people have left, we stayed. And you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure that out. You know, if there are people around, pastors that hit a certain spot and then they, they're done with that and they go on to something else. When, when most others have hit a certain spot and it's tough and we can go somewhere else and the honeymoon period in the church starts all over again for us and then we are there for two years and after that we go somewhere else where the honeymoon period starts over again for us, two years, go somewhere else. We have not done that. When other people have hit the spot where it gets difficult, we have stayed. Amen. Revelation chapter 3, you don't have to turn here. Let me read this to you. Him that overcomes will I make a pillar in the temple of my God. And he shall go no more out. And I will write upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem. Him that overcomes will I make a pillar. It doesn't say that person never got tired. It said they overcame. Doesn't say that person got restless and wondered what it was like somewhere else. No, it says they overcame. It doesn't say they never felt underappreciated. It says they overcame. It doesn't say they never got mistreated. It said they overcame. Those pillars that stood earlier, let me ask you again, all of you stand collectively together. Every one of you people that stood earlier, I'm asking you to stand right now. Stand again, please, come on. Stand up, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, you may be seated. Let me lay a fact on you. 
those people that have stood and the ones that wasn't even here and for sake of getting this right, let me read their names. Jerome and Nora Henson, Elsie McCormick, Larry and Jane McCormick, Karen Wason, Archie and Linda Butcher, Gail Holloman, Ruth Smith, Helen DeZelle, Dorothy Shell, and Kay Shell. For over one-tenth of the life of these United States of America, they have been in Orchardville Church. Now think about that. Think about that. Those pillars and that cross is what will never change. And it don't matter. Of all the different ministries that we currently now have, without those people initially being here and staying, and even at times getting their feelings hurt, at times not getting their way, at times the preacher being, I was just 28 years old. Imagine that. Imagine that. And the very first day, I said, before you ever vote on me, know this. There's one chief, everybody else is Indians. Now, how's that for a 28-year-old guy telling you that? <laughs> you punk. You ain't telling me that. But it's been people that's willing to stay. Thank God. Thank God. And I know this is not an easy thing to preach. This is 2012. People quit everything. They quit everything. I mean, people that, that have the employers find it next to impossible for somebody to be there and stay and know that they're going to be faithful and they're going to be there the next day and the next day and the next day. People in America, well, that's not the message anymore. There's be a curtain. Sissy. I'd rather be a pillar. I'd rather be a pillar. Paul said it was those that stood firm. I like that. I like that. Bow your heads, please. Father, we're thankful, dear God. And I'll say it again and again and again. I'm thankful, dear God, for the pillars that are at Orchardville Church. Everything that we do on a day-by-day, on a week-by-week, on a month-by-month, on a year-by-year, everything we do is because there are people who are pillars. That's why we do what we're able to do. That's how we're able to set a budget. That's how we're able to look to the future because people that are pillars. That's how we're able to look forward and build a camp and put in this lake because of people, thank God, that are pillars in the house of God. Thank you, Lord, for every one of them. And God, those that are maybe in the valley of decision right now, I'm praying, God, that you would speak to them. Maybe their life has been a little just fluttering in the wind. God, help solidify them. And just like the men and women that Paul had with him, Thanking God for those that stood firm. Love it. I love that, Lord. I love that. Help us all, God, to have that spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's all stand. Those that's going to be baptized.
Now, if you would, please get ready for that. Everybody else, these altars are open. If you need to pray, I can't imagine God laying this sermon on my heart a month ago for me to preach this thing today and nobody be impacted and affected by this sermon. I have a hard time believing that. But here's the truth of it. It's off my shoulders and it's now on yours. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? As they sing.
of the things that I want to hasten to point out, there have been so many pillars in the 25 years that we've been here. So many. I mentioned 10 or 12. There have been so many. And thank God. There are people that someone could mention their names and I'm automatically, I want to smile because thinking about their faithfulness. Automatically, I want to smile and think a warm thought. I mean, John and Dana, you know, pillars, faithful, even under difficult circumstances, faithful. And so many different people that I could name. Let's don't be a caterpillar. Let's be a pillar. It is our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677.